Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. This is the Canacopia Podcast, and I'm your host, Val. On this podcast, we're dedicated to answering all your burning questions about the cannabis experience. Today, we're going to be discussing stoners and pot shaming. If you're a new user, perhaps you felt some hesitation in referring to yourself as a stoner. What does that even mean, really? Or maybe you found yourself on the end of some criticism from family and friends who just don't get it, and you're feeling some judgment. Here to help us get to the bottom of what it means to be a stoner are Biz Kane and Mariana of Stoner Girl Diary. SGD is a video platform dedicated to slashing cannabis stereotypes and bringing female representation to the marijuana community. We can think of no better duo to be helping us unravel the nuance of stigma than these two queens. How are you ladies doing today? Hi, thank you so much. Um, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having us today. We're excited to be on Hypothesis. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, great. I'm so excited to have you guys. We're really going to dive in today. Um, what, our, what our listeners are interested in is what does it mean to be a stoner? And um, if you guys just want to talk real quick about Stoner Girl Diary and how you guys use your platform to kind of address this question of what does it mean to be a stoner in today's day and age? 100. So I think we can start like with the origin story, which we love telling. Yeah. Um, so Stoner Girl Diary started about four years ago um, out of our bedroom. Basically, we were just chilling, like <laughs> having girl talk while we smoked a bong. And eventually <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I started a Facebook page with a bunch of like girly um, like pictures that I enjoyed of like glitter bongs and Hello Kitty pipes and stuff like that. Right. And eventually it just it, it grew such a big following. And Mari, who's always He's like my number one like <laughs> cheerleader was like you need to do something with this page because it, it seriously grew like I don't know like 3,000 uh, overnight which to me was like a big deal at the time yeah that was like viral in our in our minds <laughs> and we're like this is back when Facebook was like you know still popping right and I, I was like so busy poppin'. we gotta do R. something R. I know R.I.P. <laughs> never forget <laughs> never forget Facebook yeah. for real Anyway, so I was like busy. We need to do something with this. Like, what can we do? And then, so at that time, me and her, we liked podcasts. We were were the kind of people who like listen to different podcasts. And we're like, you know, there isn't really something out there that really focuses on stoners. At least it's something that we're consuming. Like, there's nothing out there that really focuses on stoner girls, right? And I feel like mm, that, and that right. really just even touches on the on the question where like what it means to be a stoner this day and age and it's just like we felt like well we're stoner girls and we don't feel represented so let's do something right. and so we started from the bedroom of busy and like <laughs> busy's bedroom and we literally put a camera put a bunch of lights and we're like let's just roll and see what happens let's get really high and see what happens <laughs> I, I think we banked like three or four episodes before we even had the courage to put anything out right. we were like are we sure we want to do this like are we going to get in trouble are we going to get in trouble yeah there was a lot of like things like are we going to get arrested are we going to get in trouble is my mom oh going to like God. write me yeah. off her will like these little things <laughs> my mom you know like yeah. all these things that really like go through your mind when you want to go public being a stoner um, but honestly, it worked right. out in our favor because we, we saw a lot of people being really receptive to it and actually being like feeling that they're being represented and it was really cool and refreshing. I, I think the most important thing was like before we would see a lot of um, stoner girls be like over sexualized or just represented mm -hmm. in a way mm -hmm. that we didn't think was us. And so I think we just kind of brought life to that new identity that now is like the new age uh, stoner. Right. right. Stoner doesn't look like you know, what we saw maybe right. 20, 15 years ago, like it's completely evolved to a, its own little like 
community and like i don't even think there's like a face to a stoner anymore 100 you know mm-hmm. there's not a, a, you know bef- yeah, before i was agree. Like, um I'm sure you have i'm sure you <laughs> oh, no, ahead, I'm sure you know no i was just saying that i'm sure you know like you know back then it was like what cheech and chong that was like yeah i was there's today uh just anybody could be you know this quote-unquote stoner um you know like anyone from any walk of life is kind of um likely to consume cannabis in some form or another from you know your business professionals to your grandmas to just about everybody um so um that being said what is who who is a stoner because everyone is a stoner right but but how do we sort of um how do we sort of separate who's a stoner from like the stereotype idea and from like you know, everyone is kind of a stoner in their own way. So what, what would you say is your opinion on the historical stereotype of a stoner? Is it necessarily negative? A lot of people kind of think like, oh, stoners, that connotation is kind of negative. We kind of want it to be a little more mainstream. You know, if you're a stoner, it's a little more like clean these days, whatever that means. So kind of what are your opinions on who is a stoner? Um, and stereotypically, is it necessarily like a bad thing, you know? historically well I, I definitely think that the word stoner like some people love using it and calling themselves that and other people i guess don't want to because of the negative connotation that it can bring to some people's minds um i definitely think to me at least being a stoner is like saying like you know how people that listen to the grateful dead are deadheads like to me it's just like it's right it's, it's a part of me right i'm a stoner and that's just like something that i'm into but it's not everything i'm into right, right? it's just and i i right. myself i'm a prideful stoner i enjoy using that word and i i think i light up every time i say it because i'm just proud <laughs> right you know? Right. Well, I think historically stoner, especially coming from a Hispanic community, um, stoner mm-hmm. is looked on as like very negative. And and I will be the first one to say growing up, I was so against weed. Like I was like a stoner. Oh, my God. Like I had the <laughs> oh, the very stereotypical like look out, you know, for for stoners, which is like, oh, red eyes, bummy, doesn't shower, yeah. um, is lazy, <laughs> is not smart, is like failing at school, whatever. And then obviously life takes a turn and then I became a stoner and I realized, wait, (laughs) that's not, I'm not like that. Like I may have the red eyes, but, (laughs) um, (laughs) but I'm not lazy. I'm actually very productive and I'm very like focused and um, driven and driven and like, and I shower. (laughs) I smell good. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I feel like although for me, stoner came from a different, you know, I don't know. It was like something negative. I feel like negative. it started off exactly. in a bad, from a bad place, but right. now it's like we empower ourselves by right. using that word. Right, right. Like I'm so mm. proud to call myself a stoner and more even a stoner girl. Yes. You know, and right. I, and I've, because I think also I wear it so proudly that I've actually been able to show other people like my family that being a stoner is not something negative because they see it that I wear it so right. proudly. And so, and I'm like, I don't, I I'm not ashamed. ashamed of it. Right. Yeah. If you're like me, you need a little boost in the morning. Coffee is great, but what's even better is coffee with your daily dose of CBD already included. Buddha Beans Coffee is the perfect blend of daily wellness and energy. Their beans are of the highest quality, originating from all over the world like Peru, Mexico, and Colombia. The CBD infusion comes from organ-grown hemp. Buddha Bean Coffee Company is the rich body key to start your day off right. Their blends feature delicious notes of cinnamon, honey, vanilla, and caramel. Life's too short not to start every day at 100%.
So find your cup of Buddha Beans today at BuddhaBeansCoffee.com or on Instagram at BuddhaBeansCoffee. Yeah, no, I would agree. I also come from, you know, a Hispanic Latino community. My mom is, you know, Los Marihuanos and all that good stuff. Los Marihuaneros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I definitely feel that with kind of like trying to fight this sort of idea of, um, you know, that, you know, all stoners are like these lazy, unmotivated um, sort of do just all just hang out all day um, type vibe, which obviously we know isn't true. Um, But what? (laughs) Drug, drug addicts, yeah, that was a big one. My mom was, ooh, didn't talk to me for a few days after I told her I smoke weed. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, she's pretty serious about it. But um, she's okay. She's come around at this point. Um, but, 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 but I like what you're saying about um, sort of using that word to, like, empower, um, empower yourself and kind of be like, yeah, like, I'm a stoner, like, proud to be a stoner because it is, especially today, kind of, like, it is cool, you know, to be, to be this... Um, you know, to represent sort of this community and, uh, you know, cannabis. But at the same time, there is sort of still, at least in my opinion, um, this, uh, there's obviously like a stigma still surrounding it um, from, I think, the older generation mainly. But do you guys ever feel that you have, that you get, um, like, do you, well, how do you feel about like pot shaming? Do you guys ever experience that? Um, Do you think it's something that's, do you think it's something that's um, relative to your perspective or is it something that like legitimately exists and you kind of can feel people sometimes like looking down on you in some way? Or how would you guys um, can what would you guys say about like just pot shaming in general in your day to day or overall? Well, I feel like there's different types of pot shaming. I feel like there's the okay. potheads, the stoners who shame you for <laughs> right. like not being stoner enough or like, you know, and okay. then there's the actual like pot shaming coming from people who have no idea what they're talking no idea about. what they're talking about right and they're just like have the right. stigma in their head think in this whole like and they see weed as like a very taboo thing so um talking about then more i feel like they i i mean at least me in the beginning i only got it from my family personally right. uh-huh. but i feel like once i educated them and i always say this and that's why sona girl died we're here to educate you know, we're not here right. to turn. It's not a cult. It's nothing. It's just like to be open minded about it. And I feel like once I started educating my family about it, they're really open to it. And the pot shaming ended. I've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by really like open and um, positive people that don't see pot or weed as a negative thing. So I don't have any shame on that part. Now, <laughs> I've had received pot shaming from other like uh stoners stoners <laughs> and it's it's funny because it's like oh it, it comes from like a, a an angle like oh you didn't smoke enough or like oh like that hit was stupid mm-hmm. like that, that hit was pussy like, <laughs> like, like or, or like you don't know how to roll like and it's like that stuff that i hate because it's like you're intimidating people from even wanting yeah. to try weed which is so amazing i feel like everyone should be open and, and free to try it you yeah. know it's a very all-inclusive thing right right, right. so <laughs> I, I've, I've have found that when i was growing up like it was like oh you don't smoke weed like oh you don't even know what that is like you don't know what the strand is like it's it's like that and I just I was very like cautious and then I kind of had to like learn you right. know quickly because I didn't want to be like bullied not bullied but shame pot shamed as guess. far as <laughs> when when it comes to me I think like um for the people who are on the outside looking in I think sometimes when I talk about because we 
we own a production company, right? And we produce many different shows, mm -hmm. but I feel like I, I talk about some of the shows we produce. And then when I talk about yes. Stoner Girl, it's more like, oh, they laugh it off. Like, haha, like it's a funny thing. <laughs> or like, they don't take it as seriously sometimes. So true. So true. And I'm like, no, actually Stoner Girl, Stoner Girl Diary is our flagship show. And it's actually the one that has the most viewership and has had the most success <laughs> with sponsorships and everything else. So it's kind of funny how they see it like, oh, oh yeah. And they produce Stoner Girl Diary, but it's like, no, that's no, kind that's of like, like our a thing <laughs> that's our thing mm -hmm. and then obviously what Mario was saying to pot shaming inside of the stoner community is actually really funny too because I don't know how to roll the joint the best <laughs> I know it's like <laughs> it's, it's hard it's does hard that, honestly right, I feel that right? does that make you less of a stoner right? I don't think so <laughs> everyone has their talents who needs to know how to roll a joint when, when you can have a cone you know right? like oh my God. <laughs> I love you <laughs> It's like, you know, technology exists. Like, the cone is the best thing that's been created ever. Also, like, the vape pen. Like, we're currently smoking a vape pen right now and like how easy it is for me. I was actually talking about this like two days ago with Busy. I was like, some people love the what is it like the, the tradition ritual. the ritual thank you like a lot of people love the ritual of like oh, you know, yeah. grinding up the weed buying it grinding it that's rolling true. it the whole thing and that's beautiful but that's not me yeah. i feel like I, to me that's inconvenient <laughs> like i want to get my weed i want to like i want to smoke it and be able on to smoke go. it on the go and wherever i want i hate that like oh no i have to find a spot to smoke it and so i'm not one for the ritual i'm just like however fast this way i can smoke it the best you know better for me <laughs> right stay high no matter what right, right. i mean not, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal that's the goal we get there we get there um yeah so uh, something that i thought was really interesting that you guys um brought up was this sort of um the pot shame that kind of goes into uh that comes from not necessarily uh like a, maybe the uneducated sort of cohort um or the older generation but more the people who are already sort of involved. Um, and, you know, sometimes, people, you know, like the weed snobs, if you will. <laughs> um, and what do you think, what do you think, um, why do you think that those people exist? Like what, what is their, what is their motivation? What is their, um, like, like what would you say sort of um, causes people to kind of like have those? Because I've like, I've definitely experienced it in my life where, yeah, there are people who are like, yeah, you don't know how to, or, you know, oh, like you're going to quit already. Like, you know, take some more hits and like, yeah, that's not really like the most like safe environment, I guess. Like, that's not really what we're trying to do out here with cannabis. You know, like it's a totally, it's a, you know, it's like a spiritual experience on a lot of levels. But so what would, why do you, why do you think that those people like exist and how do we like, how do we like avoid becoming those people, I guess? Because I think it could be, you know, there's a potential as you kind of smoke more like to kind of like want to move into that space maybe not like intentionally but you kind of become that person so wh what would you say is the motivation behind that and how do we kind of avoid that I think well please yeah Go. so I I, I kind of think it starts off from a good place you know like they're so prideful mm -hmm. I guess right. to be stoners that they kind of want to teach everyone what but like what there is to know and like they know better than everyone else because they're can connoisseurs right <laughs> but mm -hmm. I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so i think it's good to um, obviously educate right because that's our mission with stoner girl diary but i think it's also important to kind of let people make their own mistakes in a way right, right. and learn for themselves about all the beautiful things there is to know about uh cannabis just like we did right <laughs> mm. growing up like we no one taught us all this stuff right. and so we, we have to remember learn. everyone starts somewhere right yeah. i also think the, from the right. people who like are constantly trying to push you like oh you're gonna quit now and stuff like that i think their motivation is more like they treat 
weed as like how can i say this like they don't use it rec not recreationally or they're like abusing it yes you feel me like i and and to each oh, his own yeah. you know to each his own like if you feel like you need to take 10 dab hits in right. a row to get <gasps> the high that you feel is suitable for you by all means but don't pressure other right. people into doing and, the same and that thing. doesn't make them less because i also feel and people don't know this, different people have different body chemistry people have different tolerance levels yeah and just because you took five hits and i took two doesn't make me less of a stoner than you and i, feel I like, could be way more high than you are right right, now. <laughs> right 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 and then but also it's like I, I think it comes from uh from that it's like well i smoke to try to out high myself every time and that's yeah. their mentality that's how they use weed as opposed to like oh i enjoy it like a cup of wine or like you know what i mean like it's like and i relate this to alcohol like there's some people who drink alcohol to get fucked up sorry i don't know can i curse oh yeah okay <laughs> sorry i don't see why not i don't have a problem with it but great, great. that's part of my language <laughs> anyway so yeah like a lot of people drink to get fucked up and that's the only reason they drink as opposed to, I feel like the reason you should drink and or you know should enjoy alcohol is to en you actually enjoy it, to drink it with your food or, or because you're out with some friends and having a beer, like your motive shouldn't always be to get fucked up. And so right. those people that are constantly pressuring you to keep smoking, keep smoking, I feel it's because they treat weed the same. Hey, so today we live during a really exciting time where cannabis is legal and the landscape is ever-changing and we have so many options to choose from, which is just really the best news for anyone who's excited about cannabis. The problem, though, is that there are so many options, too many options. You go to the dispensary and every single thing that you can think of is available to you in some cannabis form. They have inhalers cookies, drinks, just everything. And if you're new to the space or you are just starting out to navigate the legal cannabis space, it can be very, very overwhelming to try and find what it is that you want. If you want something very specific, you may not even know how to communicate with the person at the dispensary to guide you to what it is that you're looking for. And the result of that might be that you end up spending your hard-earned money on a product that isn't gonna give you what you want. Simply put, you know what it is that you want from your cannabis experience. But up until now, there hasn't been an easy way for you to arrive at that. Sure, Leafly is gonna give you lots of options of products, but there's no guarantee you'll be able to find those products if you find the perfect one. Weed Maps, on the other hand, is gonna give you lots of places to find products, but there's no guarantee that they're gonna be able to give you the product that you want. Luckily, Canacopia solves these problems and more. Canacopia gives you all the control. You can dial in exactly what it is that you want from your cannabis. The mood that you're looking for, the effects, taste, consumption method, you name it, Canacopia is going to give you an option to select based on your preferences. It gives you cannabis personalized, and you're going to find the perfect strain, perfect product every time. And once you get a result, we're going to give you a dispensary where you can find it or you'll get a delivery method available to you immediately. Canacopia makes finding your experience easy, something that is needed right now in this time where there are so many options and you just don't know where to go. Canacopia is available for you in the App Store whether you're on Android or Apple. Check us out today and discover your bliss.
Hey guys, welcome back. We are joined with the lovely ladies of Stoner Girl Diary today, and we were talking before the break about what what motivates uh, people who pot shame in the stoner community already. And um, Mariana, you were kind of talking about how there are people who definitely uh, just smoke or use cannabis just to get high. And so um, I don't know if you kind of wanted to keep going on that, um, just to kind of like touch on it a little bit more um, to kind of give that those thoughts. Yeah, well, like what I was saying before, um, I feel like a lot of people who shame you to like want to smoke more, like shame you because you didn't smoke enough, are they use, I feel like they use weed more as like, to get fucked up right you know they want to out high themselves mm-hmm. every time they want to reach the max they want to be like, in- like literally <laughs> paralyzed incapacitated. <laughs> incapacitated at some point and i feel like it's the same yeah. thing with alcohol people when they you know some people drink to get fucked up and that's the only reason they drink as opposed to how they should be really like taking alcohol which is like in small doses you know like to with food or with friends and in occasions you know and like just to get like get a nice buzz and I feel like that's how I am with weed. Like, I just want to get a nice little buzz, feel relaxed and chill. I don't want to be so messed up that I can't drive, I can't walk, I can't think. Or like, that I'm paranoid. Or yeah. that I'm paranoid. Like, that's, I don't know. I don't enjoy that personally. To each his own, obviously. Yeah. Like, if that's, that's it's that. If that's something that you feel like you can do and you function and you like that, that's great. But honestly, I feel, to me, it's like a waste of weed, first of all. <laughs> Okay, it's a lot of weed right, you're smoking. Oh Good gosh, point. So it's a lot of weed you're smoking. Yeah, it is a waste of weed. For no reason, because you that's it. Your your day is done. <laughs> like, what else are you going to do? Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's just my point of view on that. It's true. Yeah, no, I've definitely had those friends where it's like, they just keep grinding up and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> right, <laughs> what you right. doing? Um, but yeah, to each his own, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think we, we don't want to lose the magic of weed, which I think is something that because like I've definitely gone uh, through phases where I feel like I've been like, re- like suddenly realized like, oh, I'm just smoking to smoke. Like I need to like take a step back, like reassess the situation and remind myself like what is what does it mean to smoke? What does it mean to use cannabis, uh, you know, to be a conscious consumer of this you know magical plant and whatnot um which kind of leads us into into our final segment here which is um how to be a good stoner um it's something that we've kind of touched on a little bit obviously you know we don't want to we don't want to pot shame our fellow uh fellow friends in 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 cannabis and um anything like that but what else can we do to be um especially now that cannabis has really hit the mainstream and there are you know all kinds of actors in the space there are a lot of people who are just kind of in it for the clout i think and there are people in it who are maybe just like for the for the lucrative opportunity and so what what can we do um each of us do to be a good stoner and to um consume conscientiously but also to educate and to um promote a positive image of what it means to be a stoner well i think for one one way i feel it to be a good stoner is to be just a a cannabis advocate i feel like a lot of us Mm -hmm. like whether you're smoking or not smoking whether you're in it for the cloud or not as long as you're a a cannabis advocate i feel like that makes you a good stoner (laughs) you know because Mm -hmm. you're, you're making this community even bigger like whether you're in it for the right or wrong reasons like weed is not bad so you know right i feel like and to use it responsibly right Right. like how we were talking before like let's let's use it and 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 show it in a good light yes yes as long as you're Mm -hmm. a positive cannabis advocate i'm i'm for it i think that's what makes you a really good stoner obviously along with other 
ways of being a good stoner just being yeah. conscious about your fellow um person next to you yeah and i think it's like it goes with what we were saying before those um influencers that sh like film videos of themselves taking like hotboxing themselves in a room with like uh, <laughs> a bunch of grams and like dabs and it just doesn't make sense because people see that and i think it turns people off yeah. right people uh -huh. that may not be so comfortable with cannabis and mm -hmm. uh, people that are kind of curious as you guys put it um yeah it, it could scare them and i think that you know there's we shouldn't be showing those kinds of things and I, everyone has their own style like for me and maddie we educate but we do educate in a fun way it's not like this is a video right. about the thc molecule <laughs> right yeah <laughs> very approachable very approachable yes and relatable and i think yeah we're goofy sometimes and in a way i feel like we've been told we do meet that uh, like some people the haters as we call yeah. them are like oh they're they're giving into the stoner state stereotype they're not breaking it mm. but for us it's like no we're just trying to be relatable and fun and and Shrink show ourselves. people that cannabis is normal and that's our mission to normalize it to normalize it i think also to be a really good stoner you just um you just need to be positive about it you know and and think about your actions the way you're doing so like what busy was saying um maybe it's not the best way for the people who are kind of curious but also the people who are consuming it like you don't want to advocate like being incoherent because then i feel like that, that right. and then that leads into like the law and like i feel like that's one of the reasons why youtube had to shut down a lot of weed tubers like ourselves obviously we're a, a product a byproduct of what that whole thing 100. was but i think it had to do a lot with people impressionable impressionable <laughs> young people seeing mm -hmm. people smoke and take 10 dabs to the face and yeah. i feel like that's not i don't know <laughs> yeah like who am i to say that but, <laughs> yeah. i don't think that's right i don't know um definitely, definitely. yeah, yeah. So not very, very representative, representative i think yeah. right right i feel like also and I, i've said this before you know like you know women always talk about like oh when i have kids or whatever and i always say like when i have kids i'm i have no problem smoking in front of my my kids but as i want to show them and i want them to to know and learn and respect it and if they see me abusing right. it they're always going to have this negative connotation to cannabis and then they themselves are going to mm -hmm. abuse it. And then that can land in, and, you know, develop into other things and stuff like that. I feel like if you use it respectfully and responsibly, we're, we're cool. We're Gucci. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. Just, just consume responsibly. Yeah. I would agree that that's cause it's really, it can be really easy to overdo it sometimes. Um, so yeah, always keeping that awareness in mind is major, major key. Um, as we're winding down here, I just want to, because many of our listeners are new to the cannabis space, as we have said, you know, kind of curious individuals who maybe just have preliminary questions, you know, they're maybe considering like, oh, this is something that I've never tried before. I'm interested, but I kind of want to know the facts first. So for those listeners, what would you guys, what kind of a, you know, parting advice would you guys give, um, to someone who might be, you know, obviously we've given a lot of advice and lots of thoughts throughout the, the episode today. Um, but is there anything else that you guys think that people who are new to cannabis should maybe know before they start or um, just anything you guys think is important for them to kind of consider? That's a good one. I need to think about this. I want to be smart. <laughs> right. I want to be smart with my choice of words. Right, right. Well, I've I had said this to my sister. I was like when she was starting, okay. to, I, I told her, don't feel pressured to mm -hmm. um smoke for the first time like so no right. there's like other ways if you want to try it try an edible 
uh, dry right. tinctures. Like, I feel like we live in an age where there's different ways to get into the cannabis game. Um, mm-hmm. So I, that would be my advice. Like, don't feel pressured. Don't feel pressured to smoke because, like, everyone else is smoking, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I'm one of those that I, I'm an advocate for cannabis being, like, such so, uh, medicinal, you know. So that's why I right. want everyone to try cannabis. But I don't want you to feel like you need to smoke. Like as a recreationally, like, oh, just to hang out and like, no, I want you to try cannabis because maybe it could possibly really help you, you know, with your anxiety or it could help you with Mm -hmm. um, pain, you know, like it really helps me with my sleep and stuff like that. So that would be my only advice of not to feel pressure yeah, yeah feel and it's pressure. not for everyone like sometimes people try it and i don't know i, I think everyone has that friend that they've like introduced pot to and sometimes the reaction oh not yeah good. right <laughs> sometimes <laughs> the reaction it goes really wrong and, and it's like you wanted them to enjoy it I but know. it just didn't work out it that didn't way work out. but you know what it's not that yeah. cannabis wasn't for them it's just like maybe thc is not for them maybe they need to be doing cbd mm-hmm. and cbd so is more for true. them yeah, there's you know, different ways, or true. maybe it's just like, yeah, like in beauty products or like right. to help moisturize your skin. It's like right. the beauty of cannabis is endless. <laughs> I know, I know. Cannabis, uh, well, the, the whole plan is, is miraculous, right? So I guess, you know, yeah. to be open to its like properties is the first thing. Like, know that it's not just something to just like, you know, relax or get high to and then like chill with your friends. Like, it's it has so many things that it can help you with. So, yeah, just be open-minded and be educated about educated, everything so that right. if anyone ever tries to tell you something you can give them facts rather than just right. coming from opinions <laughs> right. the receipts bring out the receipts, receipts. yes, yes. Receipts. exactly exactly always wow okay well you guys have given us so much really good information today um just on who is a stoner we're all stoners and so, uh, on some level you know anybody can be a stoner and Let's all be good stoners and let's remember to just always be advocates for the plant and to um, continuously educate everyone everywhere about it because I thought it was a great point you brought up about your family and how um, they've kind of, now that you've given them the information, they kind of see in a different light, which I think is crucial for cannabis because of its, you know, complicated history, especially in this country. Um, so, yeah, I just want to thank you guys for being on the show today and for imparting your wisdom. We love your channel. Where can we get more of your content? So, actually, we are very excited to have launched stonergirldiary.com, our very own platform where you guys can yes. check us out. So, you can definitely catch us there. Also, on Instagram, we are pretty active on the story uh, st- at stonergirldiary. Oh, you guys have a beautiful Instagram, by the way. I'm just going to throw that out there. I love all your stuff. It's like a total joint thing. Like, really, like, me and Busy try to, like, put cool stuff that we think people like. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, there was some good ones. I was sending my sister them. They were great. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, um, once again, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, We hope to our listeners out there, uh, if this episode was meaningful meaningful to you in some way, that you'll give us... uh, a good rating and you'll subscribe to hear more content we'll be back uh with another episode soon and we just want to once again thank you stoner girl diary for joining us today we really enjoyed you and uh, we'll hope to talk to you guys another time